0: Hey, 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 you're now tuned in to Underdog Talk. I'm your host, Eric Jones Jr., the underdog with the heroic heart. And I have successful, I mean, I have conversations with successful underdogs. And today I have Dr. Lamar Renee Spencer, a relationship life coach. How are you doing today?
1: I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me.
0: Uh, no problem. Thank you for uh coming on. I I remember I seen you post something and I don't know what happened. I seen you post again. I was like, let me make sure I get her on because I wanted to get you on before. Um, but I'm all right. I'm a little tired. I just got done recording the episode. So once I get done with you, I'm gonna eat and go to sleep.
1: <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame yeah. you. And I apologize because you're right you did, but honestly, this whole podcasting has been new to me right and it's almost like a different language i thought oh yeah you just click the button for stream and you just go well it's not like that you got to create your straight your thumbnails your hosting i mean i felt like i was in school the last few months so i apologize but thank you for circling back with me because people were like oh i'll be on your podcast and i was like okay 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 and then next thing i forget and then it just went away so now i have like a Form where people can like sign up to be a guest, and one of the other podcasters showed that to me. So I was like, okay, cool. But that's what happened. I apologize. Like I said, I've been up trying to figure out and then technology, and I was like, oh gosh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Listen, I definitely understand about the podcasting because when you do it by yourself, oh lord, it's like it's days where I didn't thought I didn't had an episode set up for the time. Everything and I didn't got off work and I didn't went to go look at the episode. It ain't even loaded I'm like, oh my goodness. So I definitely understand it. Uh But I was like it gotta be meant for her to get on the show because you double back and comment And I was like, oh, I remember her and I remember I wanted to get her on the show So before we get into our conversation today's episode is brought to you by Christian DeWan. That's my personal brand. It's me and my son positive energy through your clothes you're gonna get different sayings on the shirt, a hoodie, a sweatshirt. We got, definitely gonna have some new stuff coming in for the fall. But if you use the promo code underdog talk, underdog is spelled U-N-D-E-R-D-A-W-G talk. You'll get 15% off at Christian DeWan. And DeWan is spelled D-E-J-U-A-N. And just check us out and support, you know, the brand. So your relationship coach. How did that go about it, Was it something you you was just had the best relationship ever or it was you went through a lot of relationships and you had to learn and you was like, I'm just going to help some people.
1: No, I've been doing it for about 20 years, right? And I have to say like at one point I was the laughing stock at work because I kept getting engaged. And finally my coworkers are like, look, we're never having another engagement party for you because we've had like two or three before. Right. And they really would bring me like really nice gifts. And then it got to the point where I promise you, I had like more engagement rings than Michael Jordan had championship rings. So even my mother was like, (laughs) she flat out said, don't bring another damn ring here. And people never took me serious. I was like, no, I'm getting engaged. They was like, yeah, right. So I thought I was like, no, it's something up with me. So I just really started charting myself. Right. So I was like, it's got to be. So I remember she asked me, she's like, what you doing? I said, I'm trying to find myself. She said, well, where the hell you been? I was like, I don't know. I'm really trying to figure that out. I'm trying to figure out like if it's me in a relationship, is it them? Like, what's the, am I like attracted to a certain type of guy? Like, what's the deal? But all I knew is that like the third or fourth month mark, they wanted to get married. And I was like, "Dag, I thought the women be wanting to get married, but it was the guys. But anyway, I did get married and that, you know, it lasts um, for about four or five years. But I realized that I was like, nah, you know, my relationships weren't bad uh, because when you look at other people's relationships, she's like, dad, I keep mine. So people always came to me for advice because I figured like, who else better give you advice than people who have gone through some things, right? So I did not set out to be like, I'm going to be a relationship person. No, like it really was not like that. Like I was working, like I have a job, right? And so people, they started coming to me and next thing I was like, well, maybe I got to set up a website. And then they were like, well, where can we find you? And then I was like, oh my God, now I got to be on the screen, you know? And now I got to like really help people and I have to be like organized. So like I said, with this whole podcasting thing and being on social media, and then I had to be in social groups, right? With people going through. And I was like, gosh, like really? So, but that's how I kind of got into it. And it's been, you know, it's been cool. And I I, I look at myself as like kind of being different because when I started like really getting into it, like I went and got certified. I went to the trainings. Um, I did a lot of clients for free. And I always did people who had like, problems I call them that were much different than anything I had ever heard so I always tell people like I'm that coach I'm like the junk drawer in the kitchen because they will find me and I get people when I see when we were talking about remember I said about the relationship I I have people from the clergy who just to give you an example so I have a I have clergy men who they have a wife but they have side pieces and maybe birthdays, and everybody need a gift, you know I have those, and then I have um somewhere um they may be uh, shoot, I get the the, the p t o you know teachers the librarian, but they're swingers I mean, I get some that when I tell you I get some that they have like construction businesses, but they want to make somebody who's a prostitute like their main girl. So, I get people, like I said, from everywhere walks of life, I have people who, they're working, they're nine to five, but they're in a relationship with somebody who's in prison, and they're coming out of prison, or they're going in prison. So, I just get so many different types of relationships.
0: I I got... (laughs) That's funny. Uh, I definitely don't know nothing about uh, (laughs) the uh, jail and that kind of relationship, but I definitely have, uh, like you said, I was recently married and I had to find myself because I think a lot of people, when you're in a relationship, if you don't know who you are, if you don't know what you like, if you don't know those things, then you'll just go for anything and then you'll accept anybody. And I always used to wonder, uh, I had a friend and they different girl, different girl. I'm like, man, you don't, I was like, hey man, you don't think it's you? Like, you don't think, you know, it, is it them? Are you getting the same kind of, you know, women? And sometimes we have to sit back and think like, it was me. It, it, in This part of the relationship, I was the one messing up. I was the one doing wrong. And I had to realize that with my, with my marriage, like, okay, she did do some stuff, but I did some stuff and I can't be like, it's all on her. So now it's like, I worked on myself. Now I don't accept any kind of bullshit. Like I don't accept it at all. And I, I love how you said, like, okay, I got married, but no, nah, this ain't it. Cause sometimes people think marriage, like not saying of divorce is, you know, something that I would speak of, but sometimes you you gotta let that go. Like you'll be stuck in some, a hamster wheel. The marriage will be going and oh, it'll get good and then it'll go bad. And it's like, okay, y'all ain't gonna figure that out. And then you it's time to walk away. And sometimes you don't walk away. I, I hear a lot of people say, well, I, I've been married for such and such or I was married for this long, but I should have been married for five years. less." Why you didn't walk away? You don't got to stay like it's not. You know, I know the bigger picture of marriage, but you don't have to stay. So um, in relationships, are you are, right now? Are you in a relationship or are you you still a, you're still single?
1: No, you know what? I'm going to tell you, it's easier for me to find people. It's easier for me to find relationships with other people and help them with theirs than mine. It's just easier, Mm -hmm. right? And I'm going to tell you, what turns people off is, and I hate to say it, but it's the truth. When they find out what I do, like I have to tell them what my trade is. So like my trade is I write managed care contracts. Like that's my trade right? For the jails, the prisons and like your AARP and all those. That's my trade. So when I tell people, oh yeah, I also am a relationship coach. They're like, oh my God. I hear people like, word? Like, yeah. But just because these are like your professions doesn't mean that you know, it doesn't mean that you, you're you going into a relationship or you want to date somebody and you're up here waiting for them to mess up or you're waiting for this. Like, nah, like, d- just a regular person, you know? Like, I'm cool. Like, you know, like, I am not like that. When I decide, okay, I want to shut it down, I'm shutting it down. I'm not trying to critique everything about you because I actually think it's more fun. Like, I want somebody complete opposite of me. You know, yeah. they don't, th- you know, people don't always think that, like, I'm like, you know, if they say, well, what kind of, what you like or whatever, I'm like, you know, I like hip hop, <laughs> you know, this is what I like, you know, I like to do nothing. I like to do the same thing everybody else do, you know, so. But no, I mean, like I said, it's easier for me to find, you know, find somebody else, and I work long hours too. But that's not to say if I had, you know, if I had some in my life, of course I'm gonna cut that down. I be shutting the computer down like I'm shutting it down like Celie did in the color purple. She shutting the, that that, you know, piano down.
0: I feel you on that. I I'm like kind of the sort of the same way. It's like <clears throat> I be busy like, and if you don't really add value or you don't, if I don't feel like you take me away from my busyness, I'm not really about to mess with you. Like nothing against you, but you just ain't the person for me. So I, I understand when you tell people are like, oh, I do this, I wanna be an entrepreneur, you know, I'm working towards being an entrepreneur. Everybody don't think like that. So I, I remember um, my one, one of my homies, he was like, man, your next girl gonna be an entrepreneur. And I'm like, wonder if it's gonna be where she an entrepreneur out the gates. Or is she going to be like somebody that see what I'm doing and then want to become one? So I'm like you, I want the opposite. I'm a people person. I'm loud. I like to cut. I cuss. Like I like hip hop. Like I want somebody the opposite of me. And sometimes people can't handle me. So it's like, dang, I mean, I can't help that who I am. I'm a lovable asshole. Like you take it or leave it. And sometimes people can't, accept that so I understand what you're saying. So um with relationships, I'ma just give a scenario. Um I'm thirty-six, I like older women, but I don't know if an older woman is gonna be the woman I settle down with. But I like older women. Why do you why do you think like that messes an older person and a younger person?
1: Well you know what actually older people when I like older see Older like years ago was like our grandmothers. Now, grandmothers are not like it used to be. Like my grandmother to me was always old. Now, grandma I'm getting lashes, Gr- you know, grandma like wigs. Like, like my mother honestly looked better than me. My mother almost 70 years old. You know, we go somewhere, people hitting on her. She's the life of the party, like she knows more people than me. And you know what? Honestly, I have to say older women like younger men because you're more fun. Because when you reach, and I'm not saying this for everyone, I'm putting that disclaimer, but a lot of guys, especially black men, right, when you reach a certain age, them ailments kick in, right? Like, you know, like my mother tell you in a minute, she's like, look, I'd rather change a young man's diapers than to take care of old man. You know, when I want to go out, you sit up there, you knocked out. And I have to give credit where it's due. You got a lot of these young guys out here. They got it going on. They're working. You're right. They're entrepreneurs. Before, a lot of careers wasn't like, um, it wasn't as steady. Now you can be an influencer and make bank. You could be a podcaster. So, and it's fun. I've always been that way myself. I never really like young men, so let me just point that out. But I don't want anybody older, you know, old, right? But a lot of older women, because the reason I say that, because I get them, like some of my clients, the females, is between 55 and 70. And let me just tell you, they are ready to date. They don't even want anyone in their age range. They're like, nah, we want to go out. We want to have a good time. You know, they want to go to see the damn Cardi B's too. And
0: they're paying. You know, yeah. it's small. That make that makes sense because so, cause like the different age group, I would say they nobody really, maybe a few, a little over fifty, but none, like mostly in their forties, later forties. So you'll get some that's old. Like you ain't even old, like I don't. Sometimes people let they that number or that uh, old stigma that we say oh, when you get this age, you old. But then you have some like you said, like they listen to trap music, they still they still got Megan knees, they out here and it's like, and it's like with an older woman, they kind of like know what they want. They ain't gonna bullshit you. They like, hey, this is what I want. This is what, hey, we try to have fun. We ain't gotta be nothing exclusive. Or if you want to be exclusive, whatever. They let you know at the gates, and that's how. Most, I mean, most guys that I hang with, we we letting you know like what kind of party it is, and people don't realize like off of it, it goes off of energy. Like women don't realize like it could be like, why you don't ever take me out? It's your energy. It could be somebody over here that they they ain't like, oh, when you gonna take me out? They just like you know, when we spend time together, we spend time, and they you know, it's like, oh, I want to spend money on you, I want to do something with you, but it could be somebody else. I could be you know having relations with or whatever. And I don't really want to do nothing with you because your energy off. And I think that's where I, that that mess, like a younger dude and an older woman or vice versa. I don't really know. I'm not an older man because I, I definitely ain't going younger because I got goddaughters that's in her 20. I think she's about to be 25. It's like I kind of got like daughters your age. I can't mess with you. I already know that's too easy. But I kind of understood when I was in high school, the older dudes got on the. On the younger chicks, it's like, how did these old cats? And when yeah. you get older, you're like, oh, I get it. So I definitely understand that. So to what I to what I was just saying, why do you think uh, and it could be male or female, why do you think people don't understand energy or a vibe in relationship? It don't gotta be an actual relationship, but it can be as a relationship. Why do you think people don't get that? Like they feel like they obligated just because they talking to somebody that that person's supposed to do something, but they don't realize the energy's off.
1: Right. People are right. Like, for instance, you know how you're in somebody's company and you're like, damn, I can't wait to leave because they're boring. They're nagging. I mean, you're right. It's just, they may not even say anything, but you're right. It's that energy. It's like their aura. Sometimes, you know, it's like endorphins, like what you put out, Right. Like for me, I like somebody who's going to make me laugh, right? I like people who are spontaneous. And that's what it is. It's like more fun, right? And that's why you have the older people who like people younger, because guess what? You don't come with baggage. You know, you, you have baggage, but it ain't like at that magnitude. You're fun. Because guess what? Sometimes you haven't even lived long enough to experience so many different things. So it's fun, right? And so, for instance, when I dated an older man, right, like he told me, he said, it's fun because I get to show you more serious things and you're more fun, right? And sometimes it works like that because you're right. You know how sometimes people can just start laughing and you start laughing, you don't even know what's funny, you know, or like you love to be around them because they just, they have that. You know, they're fun, they're happy, they're jovial. And then you got people, you're like, dang, as soon as I walked in the door, like my whole mood changed. Now you just want to go home. You're trying to figure out a reason to get away from them. You know, and sometimes it's like that. With women, sometimes I will say it's more like that with some women, you know. And I don't want to say it like that, but it's the truth. Sometimes you could be so serious, you could be boring right? Because you need a balance. You need, when I say balance, you need different people in your life in order to date one person. You need that person who, like for me, right? I have friends that really, they don't mind going to jail. I have, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I have friends that you don't speak to them every day, but they always lit. They always ready. I got people that I'd be like, look, I'm coming over. They'd be like, come on. We got the wicked the cards, and the food. And then I have some, they're like, okay, you know what? Sunday, I'm going to church and I'm going to be on time. And then I have some that's so analytical that you need that balance because by the time you get off the phone with them or from around them, you're mentally drained. You know, so like I said, you need that balance. So whether you're male or female and you're trying to date someone, it's good to have people in your life they give you all those things so that you can be fun. Because if you always around, people are just boring. Guess what? You're going to be boring and not even realize you're boring.
0: Like, That's true.
1: One of the best dates that I went on, and it was my ex-husband. We had like probably $50 between two of us, okay? We were broke. We went to New York. You know how you're walking down sometime in Times Square and you got the guy with the, um, the underwear playing the guitar and you got people saying, hey, you want to go to um, a comedy club, but you don't realize it's $5, but it's actually in somebody's apartment and you think you're going to get mugged going up there? The best time I ever had because it was, we didn't think about it. It was cheap. You know, we're in somebody's studio apartment and they're making us laugh. You know, and that's what it is. So if you guys anybody go to New York, you'll go down there and them people be handing out little tickets to go to concerts. I mean, you know, comedy, go see them, they're cheap and you have a good time. But it depends on who you're with.
0: Yeah. You guys, that's you know, that's def, that's definitely true. Like, I'm I'm fun. Like, I'm I entertain myself. I can sit at home and be dying laughing, and people be like, Yeah, all right, yeah, I'm I'm just funny. I'm yeah. fun. So I definitely get that. Sometimes people like I know when to be serious, but sometimes people too serious. It's like, ah, yeah, like like you said, you got to have different people around you that you can, you know, hang out with. Like you might have the people I got people I play cards with. I might not talk about business with some of them because they don't talk about business. But when it's time to play cards, hey, you coming through or I got, you know, people I can call financially hey man I'm dealing with this or whatever the case and I got different people and you got to have that like you said like you got to have balance in your life so you can be balanced because if you always uptight or if you always not serious then somebody ain't gonna take you serious so you got to realize to have that balance but also you got to be yourself I think sometimes people like try to change when they're around certain people I might not cuss as much around certain people but I'm me I'm not changed. I don't care. Once I understood my mama accepted me and I could talk how I talk around her. I'm like, I can talk around anybody like I'm going to be myself. There's no reason for me not to say what I want to say. If I hurt your feelings, I apologize if it was something to hurt your feelings. But if it's something that you just got mad about and it really wasn't, I ain't sorry. Like that's just and I want you to do the same with me. So I think people don't realize to be they self in relationships because sometimes you. You want to please a person? It's like you don't gotta please them if you yourself as yourself you please them. So right. go ahead.
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Continue. I was gonna say. You know what? I like my grandmother she used to be real cool, right? She said when you first meet somebody, just start cussing. That way, they know where you're coming from, right? I love it. Yeah. But just start cussing. They would see. That's the thing, right? When people get in relationships, right? They always trying to put their best foot forward. Knowing that they're making themselves unhappy and miserable. Now, five or six months later, you realize, like, nah, that ain't even that person. That's that person's representative. Just be yourself from the door because chances are it's more sexier. And you're giving that person the opportunity to say, you know what? I want to be bothered or not. But guess what? Chances are they will because you're honest. You are you up front. You know, you ain't trying to be no one else. It is the truth. Like shoot, I mean, like I said, I've got clients where, like this female didn't even know this dude walking around with a freaking ankle monitor on for months. I'm like, you ain't know that? She's like, no. And he said, well, I was embarrassed for what? So when this, when she want to go somewhere and this damn thing buzzing, or you about to get locked up, what you think was gonna happen? You know, like let her know. Cause she might be cool about it, be like, look, babe, don't go over here, cause that their monitor gonna get going. Come on back over here. You know, but just be yourself because guess what? Nobody can be you. And who wants to keep that facade up? Because one thing we you got people who are very analytical to the point that they be waiting for you to, to, to get caught up in a lie. Or they sit up here, like I said, always trying to test you. Just be yourself. I guarantee you they'll roll with your chance nine times out of ten.
0: That's true. I always tell people that, like, if I talk to a younger dude or when my son gets a little older, hey, man, just be yourself. Like, you ain't got to spit no game at nobody. Like, once you're yourself, you know how to hold a conversation. You can get just about any woman if she really feeling you. If you, you know, you smell good, you, you feel, you know, you're attractive somewhat. You you gonna get in there? You might get the number. You might not. You know it might not go nowhere. But you got you got in there because you was yourself, and that's why I'm me. Like it's like you. My buddy uh, he always tell people he, he told his wife he was like, yeah, my buddy Eric, like he you either gonna like him or you're not gonna like him. He he ain't everybody cup of tea, and it's like you not like everybody didn't like Jesus. Everybody ain't gonna like me, but I'm gonna be me. I'm gonna be me if I'm at school, at work, if I'm at church. If I'm playing basketball, I'm, wherever I'm at, I'm me. And it's like when you're yourself, people gonna accept you. They are gonna be like, man. Even though he might say something crazy, I mess with him. He's funny. Like they, like like you said, you could walk in a room. You could tell by people' energy is like, oh here here comes such and such. Oh lord, it's like the conversation might stop. No, you should walk in the room and people be like, "Oh, hey, how's it going?" Like they smiling because you because it it has to do with you, the energy. Like your energy's on a thousand. You come in, they like, "Oh, hey, how's it going?" Like you know. But if you come in and your energy low, you especially being a man. I was just having a conversation with the guy before. Um, like as a man, if you come home, your energy off. Everybody energy off. If everybody. you go somewhere, everybody energy off because you're a man because. You like the leader, so you have to, as men, we have to have our energy up, and that's just being ourselves. It don't matter what you look like, it don't matter your situation because it's about you. Because sometimes you can meet somebody, and that person can help you, and they might not even, y'all might not even, you know, hook up or be in a relationship, but they be like, Man, something about you I like, and they be in a position to help you because you was yourself, and now y'all got a relationship where y'all. Have a business relationship or whatever the relationship is. It don't always got to be an actual relationship. So, um, when when people come to you, w- like, what are like what are some of the? Do they just come out and be like, "Hey, I'm going through this," or is it like, are they scared to like tell you what's going on? How do people you know approach you when they need help?
1: Well, <laughs> it's funny because um, when they first meet me. It's weird because they get nervous, right? Because they be like, a black doctor? I'd be like, uh, yeah. And then I tell them the truth. I said, well, look, it's not like I could be a stripper. It's not like I know how to braid hair. You know, I don't like potato salad. I never learned how to do double dutch. So I was like, you know, the hell with it. I better, like, be smart in school. And they think it's funny, but it's the truth, Right. And I tell my husband, like, I never, you know, some people have talents, right? I said, i never learned how to cornrow because if I did, guess what? I wouldn't be a doctor. I wouldn't be doing this. I'd be up here braiding hair and making YouTube videos and getting paid, okay? <laughs> that's, and being an influencer. Like, that's what I'd be doing. Or driving the school bus, right? So, but the thing about it, I said, when I talk to my clients, I said, leave the title at home, right? Like, forget the title. We're the same because at the end of the day, guess what? You got issues. I got issues. Right. So when they first come, really, once we get past that, they cool. They'll tell me um, exactly what's going on. And there's times where I'm not going to lie, be like word like for real because <laughs> you just like can't believe some of these stories. And honestly, I think that they're so cool. And a lot of my clients, like i will be really like living vicariously through them because they, I just think they're so cool, right? And when I tell you some of the stories I get, like, I mean, <laughs> I don't even know how some of these people found me. So let's start there. And one thing I could say about us is, you know, our people, if you tell them, let's just say my fee is a hundred dollars. They're going to talk to you for about 30 minutes. They're going to be like, look, sis, I ain't got it. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you an Amazon gift card. And I'm only going to send you $25 because that's all i got. And guess what? I'm like, okay, cool. Right? Because I like you. You you, you told me what the deal is from the door. Right? But I have so many different, like, like some of my newest ones that, I mean, it'd be funny. You can't even make it up. But when they come, they tell me, look. This is my situation. But God, I'm praying he's going to help me. That's what they start off with. And I'm like, "But what is it?" And so sometimes I get the female, like I have a female who's saying, "Look, my daughter is trying to go to FBI, but my husband getting out of jail and he's in the game." I'm like, "Damn, that's like too like that's just way too much going on." <laughs> right? And then I have somewhere um like I have a guys who be like, Look, my wife is abusing me, but she's in a wheelchair. She don't have legs. And she told me she's going to roll up on me. I thought that was hilarious. I was like, You can't make that. Up. <laughs> so I am You know, for real, like I, I get that. <laughs> you know? Lord. And then I get somewhere they're like, Look, my husband is cheating with my first cousin. They got a baby, but I still want them. But I'm going to tell you, right? And this is the truth here. With women, (laughs) their tolerance is so high, they may say, I'm leaving you, but it takes a long time, I promise you. We might tell our female friends, and we may tell them, like, I'm out of here, I'm leaving. But chances are, they will do everything possible before they leave, okay? They may cuss you out, but it's the tolerance. Men are a little different. But I tell you, and and I don't mean no harm, I'm just telling everybody from my perspective what I have seen. I always got to put these disclaimers because I get inboxes and they be trying to cuss me out. The clergies are the worst. (laughs) Okay? They're the worst. When it comes to them conventions, oh, my God. Okay? Like, any and everything goes. I get them too. All right? They're going to sit on that pulpit on Sunday. They're going to go to Bible study. But Monday through Friday, and Saturday, I'm telling you, there there was somebody else, and that somebody else could is you would ask yourself like, why is he with her? It'll be somebody with about five or six kids, paying twenty dollars a month for Section Eight, and he done bought her a car, or he done leveled her up. I promise you, I see it all the time. And he's coming back saying, you shouldn't do this. And God didn't know every book in that Bible. I get those. I promise you, I do. Right? And it's no particular sect. But I usually get the Baptist and the Cogent ones. Okay? Them the ones. The Muslims, they like, look, I'm going to have five wives. And I can take care of all of them. And this is what it's going to be. But I'm going to expect them. You're like, okay, well, shoot, you don't need me because y'all already got it situated, you know, but this is what I get, you know, and again, um, when they come, once I said we break that ice, yeah, but see, like I said, our people, there's no need for you to have a price list, because they're going to tell you what they're going to pay, and by the time you finish, guess what, they don't cash at you, or next thing you know, you get an Amazon gift card, and they'd be like, look, Tomorrow, I'm going to call you again, and you better answer that damn phone. You're like, dad? really? That's the way they are. Or everything is an emergency. So, yeah, I mean, I get all different types. Like I said, it's not even one type. I mean, I have people who um, I have a couple that really are, in, like I said, they're in construction. But he has a wife that, you know, is good for um, pictures and taking to the company parties and all the, the arts but he's in love with the
0: prostitute. Mm. Okay. Yeah, you you got stuff like a movie, like you hear stuff like that. That's, 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 that's. (laughs) You know why
1: he's in love with the prostitute? Cause she's fun. Yep. She, you know what, she's fun. She don't care about anything. She just wanna go out and have a good time. You'll figure it out later. Yep. real pretty and there's no stress. Sometimes we as women, and I just spoke to someone earlier about this. Sometimes we as women, we can be so damn nagging. We can get on your nerves. You know, we start arguments. We are, I did, I did a live yesterday about this. Sometimes we are the problem and we don't like to admit it. And we'll go tell somebody else. And next thing you know, they'll say, yeah, you right, girl. He did such and such. Now nah, we're the problem. You know, let's just be honest about it. And on the DL, I just hate to tell people this, but I am like an advocate for men. And I'm going to tell you why. I advocate for men. I advocate for my sister too, but I'm an advocate for men because guess what? Women, we always have somebody to talk to. It could be our coworkers. It could be our friends. Hell, it could be their friends. We always got somebody to talk to. Men don't always have people to talk to intimately. They're not always going to tell their friends or their intimate business, okay? So if a man says you know, I'm going through whatever in my relationship. People are like, nah, dog, you know, just give it, you know, the, the conversation is going to be short. Whereas we women, we're going to go all into details. We're going to give you all kinds of scenarios. Men don't always have that. Because let me just tell you this, okay? Believe it or not, and this is a segue, I have a lot of men who are abused by women. So, it's coming to me like, says, she just told me I ain't shit. She just told me I'm this, you know. All kind, you know, our tongues are reckless.
0: No, so- man. Listen, that that is so true. I don't think women realize how powerful their their mouth is when they're talking to men. man. Because sometimes it's like they could be, oh, I'm with the, and you talking to your man like that, and it's like, then you just gonna disrespect me like that, and then you expect me to do all this stuff you had. You know, lost your mind because women don't. Some women don't get respect. Is our love. Y'all got love, but we got respect. If you disrespect or you don't don't show us respect, and and that's not if we being disrespectful, it's if we doing what we supposed to and you disrespect me, I'm not messing with you. Like you're not gonna, like as a man, you never gonna let somebody, a human disrespect you. Like you not gonna, as a man, I don't care what I look like, what, I don't care how big you are, I don't care what you do for a living. You're not going to disrespect me because at the end of the day, you're a human like I'm a human. So women don't realize like you can say something to a dude and you be, and and crush his whole spirit. And he'd be sitting there like, man, I ain't doing nothing, man. You want me to do what? Spend some money? You done lost your downer mind. And women don't realize that that that's why it don't got nothing to do with nothing else. It got something to do with you talking down to us or talking to us like we your child. And it could be like, And sometimes women don't realize, like, you got this expectation of this man, but he ain't there yet. He ain't grew. Sometimes it takes us men longer to become a man and how to be a man and do the right stuff than it does for you to be a woman. So if you got somebody that's trying, if you got somebody that's willing to be a better man and then you just talking crazy, man, listen, who going to spend some money on you? I'm not. Take you out. What? Do what you get your nails done and you better Go in there and put some lotion on your feet. You talk crazy to me. And it's like women, they got to realize that. And sometimes, you know, men, we got a slick mouth too. So it ain't just on women because I, I know, you know, dudes, are, but it's like if that woman take you there, don't go there because you're going to end up in a worse situation because it's a woman because if the police come, guess what? They they on you. They ain't on her. They on you. like. It could, you, she could have stole on you. You just grabbed her to stop her. It's on you. So don't put yourself in that situation, especially if it happened once. If it happened once, shame on me. Happened twice, you know, hey, you go back three, four times. That's on, that, you can't say it's her, as you.
1: Let me tell you, right? And I'm speaking from, like I said, personal and what I've been through, right? So sometimes we have grown up and we have functioned in dysfunction. Okay. Mm. The reason why I say that is because growing up, especially as kids, you really didn't have a voice. People just kind of like our parents just cussed us out, told us off, hurt our feelings. They didn't say they were sorry. What they do, like, you want something to eat? You want to go out? That was their way of saying sorry. But meanwhile, you still holding it because that's all you know. That was your communication. So as you got older, you never learned how to effectively communicate. And then when you get in relationships, only thing you know is how to cuss somebody out. Meanwhile, when that dude be like, I don't want to be bothered with you. I'm good. He don't care if he's broke. He doesn't care if what you say. When he walk out that door, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you got the best job, you done graduated from Harvard, you the best looking woman. He don't care. He will go over there with the chick with you know, like I said, section 8 and doing because guess what? Because she's treating him like a king. He's being respected over there. She like, okay daddy, okay. She ain't really causing no havoc, right? Because sometimes, like I said, we as women, we bring this stuff. And don't get me wrong, because men, you know, we'll get to them one day. But women, we could be reckless. And the first thing we do is we'll say, you ain't got shit. You ain't got a job. You ain't got a car. You ain't making no money. I bought this. I bought that. We're going to throw it in their face. Meanwhile, they still holding it, which you done said, Right? And that's what it is. Or some of you like, like they, I mean, plenty of songs have said you like you got the good girls who like the bad boys. But when you like these bad boys, guess what? Or they've been locked up or they haven't, you know, they know what being in a dysfunctional situation is. You can't expect him to be emotionally connected to you the same way as someone who did not who had that. It's different because guess what? He's so used to being a certain way. So now you coming in, cussing him out all this. He's like, shit, I got this chick next door. And I'm going to be honest with you, ladies. Every day, as long as I can remember, I've had male friends. Some of them had wives. Some of them had girlfriends. Some of them had fiancés. Y'all be at home cussing him out. Meanwhile, they calling me like... Yo, can you um hold my thousand dollars that I made? I ain't gonna give it to her cause she she reckless with it. Can you um trade this? Can you do this? So now like I become like their little admin, which I'm not using it as like that tone. But he's confiding in me. He's saying this because guess what? Cause you just told me he ain't shit. You don't told if he didn't come and bring pick the baby up from school when you wanted him to. You saying he ain't shit, but maybe he need to get to work. Maybe he couldn't go pick up the baby. You know, we got to realize that when a man leaves the house, right, when he walks out of that door, he's fighting a lot of battles on a lot of fronts. You don't even know if he's going to come home. You don't know how it's going to be. You don't know when he walked out and this is happening. So I want people to pay attention. Somebody 20 years before that he don't even remember saying that he raped her. Now he getting locked up. Because there's no statue or anything. It's just word of mouth. You don't need rape kits. You don't need police. That's what I'm saying. So now guess what, too? Maybe she done spoke to somebody on the internet. Now this dude got a Rico. And he like, wait a minute, Rico? Yeah, because this chick them saying he done raped her 20 years ago. You know? So I'm just saying, when it comes to our men, we have to be mindful because they're hunted. Because one thing is women. We will make a short- term decision based on emotions that will affect the rest of our lives or his life too because if you think me too and time's up is not serious and exists oh it does okay it really does right now they're building one of the biggest jails or prisons in alabama because it's no longer where people like, oh, yeah, he hit me. We're going to get state charged. No, no, no. It don't work that way anymore. Because now oh, everything we have is computers. So now we know everything that we do is going through some type of social media. And we know how it is. You gonna online. Oh, he ain't shit. He ain't this, that, and the other. You start typing in. Guess what? Now this man got a charge. that he didn't even realize. Hold on one Thank second. Yeah, hold, hold on one second. Oh, yeah. So... You know, oh yeah, that's my dog, my parent. Okay, thank you. So yeah, so now he got a charge that he didn't even realize he was going to get. You know, so that's what I'm saying. Like, be mindful. We've seen this what we call them the Karens, but it ain't no Karens out there. There's some Shaquanahs out there that's doing the same thing. You know,
0: yeah, yeah, I mean, that's 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 so like everything you just said is is so true. I was just talking to a dude. We was talking about men, black men's mental health. And it's like going out as a black man and coming back home is hard, because you don't just say you get pulled over, say you at the wrong place at the wrong time, like, or it could be somebody that had a beef with you back in high school and you don't even remember, and they like, oh yeah, and they tough guy Tony because they got a gun now or whatever the case may be, or like I said, you get pulled over, it ain't just oh I might go to jail, so I could die, I'm dying, like, I might not make it home. And so then you got, then like you said, you go home and she nagging. You could have, uh, it's like when you was a kid and you and you cleaned up and your mama, you, did you get behind the couch? You could come home, do everything. You didn't took the kids here, this, but you forgot to do this. Damn. Why? Like, dang, I, I just told you about my day. Or if we tell you about our day, you ain't, oh, you just complaining, but you come home every day. So, you know, you know, Karen, she did this and this today. You want us to listen to you, but y'all don't listen to us. And that's where stuff gets, like you said, communication. Communication is key. Like you can't just always talk. You gotta listen. And when, uh, what was it? it's a meme or something? If a dude talks to you, that means he uh, he trusts you. Like if we vent to a person, we trust you enough to vent to you. Like I had a best friend as a female, and I ain't gonna lie, it's certain stuff. If I knew something was going, hey, I need you to over here because I don't trust. I don't trust everybody, I trust you, I know, and it's like, it be like that when you messing with other females, because females, especially if you're a dude and say you got a female friend, oh, y'all doing this, 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 and that, and that, no, I can go to her family reunion and everybody call me cousin, she can come to my family and they, hey, oh, how you doing, how your mama doing, whatever mm-hmm. the case, and it's just crazy, because that communication is is very important, and like like you said, and like I said, women, we have y'all have to realize y'all can't talk to us like y'all talk to somebody off the street. Y'all can't just come in and think, oh, I'ma cuss you out. You cuss me out, I'm gonna laugh at you. Cause it's just cuss, it's just words. Like you could, mother ever did it, better, better, bit, I'ma laugh at you. But then you you can say something that ain't even a cuss word and tear us down. And then you expect us to, to do this and do that and do that. No, you gotta watch your mouth. And as men, we can't always respond to that foolishness. Like at some point, like you said, you got to get away from that unfunctional thinking that we came up with or uh, not telling somebody sorry or actually explaining how you express how you feel because they're going to get on their feelings. If if they get on their feelings, you go, if they don't get on their feelings, you're going to get on your feelings because you didn't tell them. So somewhere you got to, the ice got to be broken. and And somebody like me, I'm going to tell you. Because I want you to tell me it might, I might, I'm a person that you can see it on my face, but I'm listening and I'm gonna correct what I did wrong. But if I'm talking to you and you ain't corrected, but I'm corrected, that can't that can't work. And that's just how relationships are. Like, I don't think a lot of people, like you said, we don't know how to communicate because yeah. listening is a part of communication. You have to listen, ladies, ladies, listen. I'm not trying to be an asshole, but y'all gotta listen. Stop talking so much. Because we actually have something to say. I was talking to a female, and she was like, dudes, they be like, oh, they want to kick it or whatever, but they don't want to talk. Listen, I was like, I love to talk. You want to talk? We can talk. Whatever you want to talk about, we can talk about. We have to talk, but y'all have to listen. Because if y'all don't listen, y'all not going to get it. And stop picking out the negative. We didn't tell y'all a whole 20-minute segment. You took the 20 seconds out that was negative, and that's what you want to reply with. Stop doing that. It don't work.
1: No, you're right. And sometimes what we do is we'll hear to respond instead of listening. We're ready to respond. We'll be like waiting for him to say something. And meanwhile, you don't forgot the whole thing he just said. You know, the whole thing. We missed it. Uh, Prime example, right? Um, I've been looking at this uh, blue face. And what's her name? Sherrison Rock or whatever? His girlfriend?
0: Oh, blue oh, yeah, yeah. Blueface. Yeah, yeah. that toxic bullshit. Yeah, I know she's the most. Hey,
1: stay drunk, right? But she's so funny, right? So I was like, I cannot believe I'm. it's like 3 o'clock in the morning and I'm watching her, right? Because she's so, she, she's drunk, but she's like, she's toxic, but she's such a ride or die, right? But she stay drunk right? Because really, she loves him to death. Like, she loves him to the point where it's scary, right? He done went out there and had two kids on him. She don't care. But, like, once you get past all that, the girl is smart, and she's like an athlete. Like, you see her do that gladiator thing, whatever. She loved it. See, if she stopped drinking and want to fight and calm down, like, she would not be a bad girlfriend. Because one thing about her, If somebody do something to you, oh, you ain't got to worry about it because she right there. She jumping in. She fighting, you know? And the reason why I say that is because I know people may say, oh yeah, she's toxic. She stay drunk. But one thing about him, he don't have to worry about saying too much of nothing. She got his back. And that's what you want, right? No matter if you're a female, you want a man, whatever the case may be, you want somebody to be like, look, I got it. We go somewhere and somebody disrespecting you. Somebody better jump in and say something. You know, like I said, she got her little ways. But for real, I was like, she is so cool. And she come out with it like a straight dude. She got the hoodie on. She putting the grease on her face. She ready to fight Tooth getting knocked out and everything. She don't care. But like I said, it's a toxic situation. But at the end of the day, you want somebody to support you. I'm just going to say one thing, right? Old school. Remember, like, when our fathers, grandfathers come in the house, first 15, 20 minutes, nobody can say nothing to him. because she wanted him to regroup, get his thoughts together, you know, to relax. We have to go back sometime to that old school way, right? Because when dad came home, granddad, whatever... Food was done, the house clean, the kids is not bothering. You couldn't say nothing to him. Like I said, the first 15, 20 minutes. When that man walking through the door, now we have cell phones and everything. Let him get home, right? Let him get himself together. Because I need to get myself together. And then hit him with one or two things. Don't hit him like he's on the first 48. You know, ease into it because everybody's communication is different right everybody is sometimes you may have to say something in such a way that um that maybe you wouldn't have said it tw- 20 minutes ago right you just kind of calm down right and ask them like how you feeling you know forget how you how was your day but well, how you feeling now because don't forget even hunted <laughs> right think about it every day you walk out that door you're a hunted and like i've heard people say Oh, they're not the scary black man, because we know, let's just be honest. You're a little darker, you are considered the scary black man. You have certain features, you're the scary black man. You're if you don't look like John Legend, you know, you're the scary black man. There's no more, you know, Billy D. Williams on TV no more. You know what I mean? It's no more that. So let him calm down. And then he'll tell you. He may not tell you at that moment, might tell you that night. Let's just let them calm down. Now, am I perfect? Like I said, absolutely not. Because guess what? Sometimes I was the problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I remember uh my mom, like when she would come home, I think she'd take her little 20, 30 minutes, go in her room, be like, leave me alone for a minute, then she come out. And you you gotta you gotta have that. Like, not just men, women too. Like, you right. get off work, hey, hey, leave your mama alone, because you know, sooner. soon as, so it don't matter who you, which one, which parent it is. As soon as you come in, here come kids. Woo, and it's like, hold on, dang. Especially with somebody being a teacher. I'm a teacher. It's like, all right, son. All right, give me just a second. My thing, I go hide in the bathroom. Yeah. God bless you. Yeah, I'm a kindergarten teacher at that. Yeah. So it's like my hideaway would go in the bathroom. Like, I got, I always got to use the bathroom when I get home. So I'm going to go in the bathroom. I'd be in there in a minute. I remember my granddad used to be in the bathroom. I, I mean, he used, I don't know what he used to do. Like, he had no phone or nothing. And he couldn't really see. So it wasn't like reading nothing. But he'd be in the bathroom for a minute. And I'm like, I'd be the same way. But I'd be on my phone or whatever. Or I'd bring something to read. And I'd be just like, ooh, this is peaceful. And sometimes you need that. Uh, like, me and the guy was talking about, he was like, you need that space. That like when you get home, let whoever. Hey, y'all get home at the same time. All right, who going first? Kids, all right, do 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 whatever the case. Or if you uh, you know, ju- you just in a relationship, give that person time when they get home. Maybe they like to come home, take a shower or, and relax or whatever. Give them that because sometimes we want you men or women, mainly women, want to come in. And it's like, hold on now. Like I just had a rough day at work. I just I just wanna sit right here in my chair, sit in my spot for a second and breathe. And it could be the same with a woman. So this has been um a great conversation. Like we've talked about a lot of different relationships. You've talked about the craziness. Now, I ain't I ain't gonna I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> when, when you said <laughs> my man's getting beat up by his girl and she in a wheelchair, she said she gonna roll up. I yeah. didn't had have to I was about to have to (laughs) that's a funny but uh, we talked about everything we talked about all kind we both mentioned stuff that we've you know in relationships but give three people three tips um, that they can utilize in their relationship once they hear the episode
1: okay so the first thing is um, be the helpmate right and The man is the head, you're the neck. Now, is it always going to be easy? Absolutely not. Sounds good, but it ain't always easy, right? It's not. The second thing is, like we said, be yourself. And the third thing is, keep people out your business. Family, friends, whomever, keep them out your business. Talk it over, because guess what? They can't help you. You know people, especially if they're going through something in their relationship or they have, They're going to tell you everything you should not do, like leave them, you know. But meanwhile, be careful because someone may be checking your man out too. So, you know, just be careful. And oh, one more thing is this, Um, guys and females, some of you are living double lives, right? Be mindful. And the reason why I say that is because you're one way in your relationship, but meanwhile, you're having a whole other internet relationship. So just be careful. Because you have a lot of people out here that's considered trolls on these social medias. And guess what? They're waiting to get your address so they can call and stalk your partners, call your jobs, get you fired, all kind of stuff. So be mindful when it comes to social media. And I know people don't always say it, but like I said, I'm in these groups and in social medias and stuff. And let me tell you, you got the principal at home, but meanwhile, He's online talking trash to his female, and next thing you know, she she calling his job like, "Yeah, let me send you some video of this dude." Now he done lost his job, so be careful. Thank you so much too for having me, but most importantly for being a teacher because I always think the teachers, I always think they're over. Um, overworked, underpaid, underappreciated, and some of you send your kids to school so you can get a break because you know that they are bad and out of hand. And now you expect this man to raise your child. But when the teacher tells him to be quiet, tell your kid to be quiet or check them, stop it because guess what? They're building more jails and prisons. So they already know by the time that kid's in the third or fourth grade whether or not he's going to be in prison or she. So unless you want to go visit your child in the grave or the jail or prison, leave them teachers alone, because by the time they call you it's probably the, the situation is out of hand. You know, your child is bad. Discipline him. He is not your child's parent. But if he has to check him, let him check him, leave him alone because you don't have a lot of black teachers out there. Man teachers. Okay. Cause we know 60% of black men are locked up or even in the ground. So, leave that man alone. What, what, what state you uh, teaching?
0: in? Indianapolis, Indiana.
1: Oh, gee, see? You deserve, they need to give you a $50,000 raise.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate that, because that's very true. Like, parents, they'll send their kids to school, knowing little men man bad, and then try to and I, I, I keep it funky with parents. Like, I try not to I – mean, you can't say everything, but I like I keep it funky with you. I'm going to let you know about your child. I ain't going to just come out and be like, oh, they did – no, they do good in this. But we need to get this area fixed. And like you said, we're not parents. We're not we not supposed to be up raising. we supposed to help y'all. So even as a parent, I, I get it. Sometimes I'm not on my son when it comes to schoolwork. His mom definitely is. She's on it more than I am. But I make sure I work on his character. I work on who he is. Because if anybody know my son, he is an angel at school, but he is Chucky at home. And that's the way it's supposed to be, in a sense. Like, I wish he stopped being Chucky at home. But he ain't really Chucky, but y'all get what I'm saying. But he knows how to go to school. He knows how to be respectful. He knows what to do, because he knows if he don't his mama or his daddy going to show up at his school and he don't want me to show up at his school. And that's just, you know, that's just life. You got to make sure that you helping the teacher. The teacher ain't the parent. You're the parent. You got to help and they got to help you. So I appreciate that. Um, I appreciate you for being on. I appreciate for you for what you do, because I've definitely been in relationships. I've been, done my dirt. I've done different things and I realized what I've done wrong. So I definitely know being in a bad relationship or a relationship you shouldn't be in too long can mess up, you know, things in the long run with you, that person, even kids, especially if kids involved. So, um I always ask my guests to give a quote. It could be your quote, it could be a quote you read, it could be a quote you live by, whatever, but we need a quote. Sure.
1: Always do something that makes you feel good and others feel the impact.
0: Mm. Uh I almost wanted to say peace, one, love on that, on that note, but uh, tell people how they can reach you. Um, and yeah, tell people how they can reach you.
1: Wait, you just went silent right there. Yeah. Cause you know yeah. what you do? Like you all, you helping people, you know? So we trying to make the world a better place. So uh, you can reach me. I'm on all socials, right. But Dr. Mamar Spencer, and uh, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Um, I have a podcast, um, you know, I'm on my podcast, I'm on YouTube. If you type in Dr. Lamar Spencer, trust me, I will come up. But yeah, just um, reach out to me, even if it's a question or something like that, I'm always willing to help. Um, We can go old school. Don't be trying to call me collector. I don't even know people do, but 973-214-6464 or drlamarspencer at gmail.com. L a m a r r s p e n c e r d r. So, thank you so very much. It's been, you know, fun. As you see, I could talk all night, but
0: yeah. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely, I can too. Especially about relationships. But I, again, I appreciate you. I will definitely have her information in the show notes. You can reach me on all social media at Underdog Talk. Podcast, um, Underdog Talk Podcast at Gmail. If you got good, bad things, if you want to be a guest, if you want to reach out to a guest, whatever the case may be, um, do you have any closing words before we get out of here?
1: No, I think I said enough. You know, like I said, we just trying to make it a better place, and you know, um, just just try to be a good person. Really, that's all it is. You know, because we want you to come home at night because regardless, your kids need you right? They need you and your family needs you because so often, especially now, we're losing our men toward the penal system or in the grave. So we need you to come home, especially our men, you know, and I say it because, again, they're hunted, And again, I know people are like, oh, yeah, she's speaking for the men. No, really? When you look at the, the averages, they're skewed, All right, So, but thank you so very much. Again, this was fun. And we didn't even have anything planned. We just kind of spoke off the cuff. So that was cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And on that note, peace. One love. Thank you. I'm the underdog with the heroic card. I'm Eric Jones Jr. I have to keep pushing for my kids. If I give up, what's that leave them with? I have to understand that it's bigger than me. That it's not about me when I wake up and go to work. It's not about me when I read and educate myself. It's not about me when I'm practicing my speeches. It's not about me. It's about my family.